Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. We're a role-playing game, actual play podcast. You can listen to us play through one-shots, campaigns of various games, including Delta Green, Eclipse Phase, Worldwide Wrestling, Red Markets, and more. With four-plus years of archives, there's something for everyone. Tune in with whatever podcast app you use by searching for Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast. Or visit us online at www.technicaldifficultiespod.com. Like what you hear? Join us on Patreon for sneak peeks and seats in quarterly games. Thanks for listening, and sorry for the technical difficulties. Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. We are playing Harlem Unbound, and we are back at it with uh, Laura and Dan and Ben. And reintroduce your characters. Hello, Internet. This is Laura. I am playing Dante Jackson, up and coming, or at least I'm trying to be, writer. Hello, Internet. This is Dan, and I am playing Ford Kitchens, a conjure man. He knows things about things, but he didn't know the things he knows now. Uh, Yeah, it's it's me. I'm playing uh, Sergeant Reginald Luther, uh, Harlem Hellfighter, veteran, and field medic. So, yeah. Yes, and when we left, left our heroes, they had succeeded in their mission given Yay. to them by uh, Walter White of the NAACP to track down uh, Mr. Carl Tempest. Uh, it turned out had been in his uh, own apartment building uh, the whole the time. The whole time. Just <laughs> soaking up more. Uh, the inspiration uh being given off apparently by the uh radio antenna apparatus in the uh in the attic it's fine. uh but uh you guys broke that thing and found him uh hiding in the attic scribbling stuff on the walls i broke you mean um reginald wiggled it a little tiny bit yeah it didn't take much there you go it a little bit i'm didn't sure that's take much fine at all you know, yep. it's just like a sigil. Like you just gotta like change it a little bit. You just smudge it a little bit. Yeah, yep, just smudge it a little bit. It's a very delicate instrument. And, and everyone uh, else in that apartment building was fine, as I recall. I uh, believe that you did not go back in to check. Well, you checked a little bit on. I think you went in you and like, saw the building did not like fold in on itself. No, it's just the lights went well. off, and then after a few minutes, uh, after an, uh, <laughs> no one else sat out in the air. You're standing out in the rain with Carl Tempest. He's uh he's consoling uh his downstairs neighbor, uh whose name was Coleman. Uh Ronald, Ronald Lusher Pickerton. He was the uh he was the uh That was the painter. The painter, yes. Who was making a, a photorealistic uh Oh no, but you're right. He was out. No, he was still up there. You didn't bring him out. He was consoling yeah, Cole. He was really absorbed in his work. Oh, the uh, the ch- the uh, obsessive chess ma- chess master uh, slash uh, custodian of the building. Yep. Um. So, but you've you've rescued him. He seems like uh, Carl Tempest actually seems like he's uh, he's in pretty good shape. He seems to have recovered his wits. Uh, he actually seems like uh, he's he's pretty uh pretty optimistic. Uh, he whispered some things to uh, to Mister uh, Cole, something about how uh, they'll they'll remember after a little while, and 
and uh, things will come back to them, and, and the, 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 the inspiration is inside of them now. Or something to that effect. Power was the great old one was inside you all all along. Oh, it wasn't inside you all along, but it definitely is now. <laughs> Wait, say it what? Got in there. Great old so, one. I know nothing of these great old ones. No, who so. knows? That's not us. That is really talking, not not uh, Reggie. Yeah. So, uh, so our our characters were convinced it was all fine, right? Yeah, I mean, it yeah, seems so. That you don't feel any of the weird. Uh... I remember making a psych roll and failing it miserably. So he must be perfect. He's you perfectly don't, sane now. You don't feel any of the like uh, hyper intellectual. Uh, oh yeah, that's over. That you guys were feeling a while before. Yeah. Uh, everything's fine. After a few minutes, they get the lights back on at the uh, for the block. Mm-hmm. Things come up. Uh, looks like a. Uh, well, lights are still dead in the Apollonian, and Cole says, "Well, I, I better go call Mister Mister Wilson." And yeah, I should probably check on the other people back in there. Too. Yeah, sure, it's all right. Uh, Jimpa says, "Well, I, I suppose I better just go back upstairs and I sleep in my own bed." Oh, it's kind of a relief, honestly. Yeah. Well. Uh huh. Well, uh, thank you for uh, for your concern for me, and uh, thank you for snapping me out of whatever it was I was going through up there. But um, yeah, you know, yeah, cash the check, buy some pads, with, paper. Uh, talk with Mister White. Yeah. Oh, you can <laughs> you can assure Mister White I will be cashing those checks. Oh, excellent! <laughs> First thing tomorrow when the bank opens. <laughs> well, I need to get some milk. I think. Yeah, I just yep. want to go check on everyone else. <laughs> All right, yeah, if you want to. Uh, Cole, will let you back in the building. Uh, so the downstairs, the first floor, uh, that was the... Uh, that was the... Uh, Cole's that was the chess desk? Oh, 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 the first yeah, floor, not the basement. The basement was the chess games. Cole, Cole yeah. still seems like he's pretty upset. Like, he's he's still confused. He's... He, but he kind of looks, he kind of sobers up. He kind of gets back to, to business. But um, he says he's going to go make a phone call. Uh, he's gonna have mm-hmm. to go down the block to find a find a phone that works. Uh, you go in the first floor. Uh, the doors open. This was the flat of playwright Harold Carmelo, uh, working on his play, her song in black and gray. Um, he's like you. You look around. There's there's he's, there's nobody there. Um, there's his typewriter. Next to the typewriter is a slim, looks like a like a chat book or a play. Does oh, it have fuck. a title? Ah, uh, no, it's just a blank piece of just a blank cover on it. Looks there like any, he. Uh, there looks any, like he uh, typed a, a uh, uncompleted type page in the the type. No, it looks like he got done typing whatever it was. And he kind of like bound it together in a little like yeah. like a like a little script book type thing. Can I open it up to the title page? Uh, sure. What's it say? It says her song in black and gray, a play in okay. two acts. <sighs> uh, can I read the first page? Uh, sure. Huh? Do I have a sudden compulsion to read the rest? Uh, give me a sand roll. 
I fucking hate these when I ask these questions. Why do I ask these questions? I don't know why you ask these questions. <laughs> I can, can only assume that, that Adam is channeling to you right now, going, touch yeah. the thing. He is sitting next to me. Yep. The 100. Nope, that's a 10. There, 100. Oh, good. Yeah, I don't make that. So, yeah, lose one point of sanity. And it's really, really good. It's compulsive. Uh, it's compulsively readable. It's fantastic, which is strange because it's super abstract. Like the characters don't even have names. They're just labeled also, like it's just the play script. He one, he two, he three. Like there's barely any like stage direction or anything here. You find the set, the page that. Uh, that. uh He he had you read that one time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh let me see if I have the updated text for that. Hmm, maybe not. Maybe I don't. Somewhere I wrote a little updated version of that text. But I don't know where I put it. Uh, so we won't worry about it. <laughs> it's just the same as uh, you remember reading it, uh, except it kind of goes on and on like that for pages and pages. Uh, you start reflecting to yourself that it doesn't seem like it's really going anywhere. The characters are sort of like talking around each other, um, just uh, kind of abstractly. Uh, and you're like, eventually you find yourself thinking like, why do I find this good? Like, and you blink for yourself a couple of times. You're like, this is like, this is like not really a play. Like, this is not really interesting. Uh, so anyway, um, you kind of goes on and on like that. There's you get to the end of act one and you just kind of feel like that's it. It's just going to be more of that. So close it. Close okay, it. yeah. Move on. Yeah. I mean, if you look around his apartment, um, it's not there. Hello, Mr. Camillo. Look in the look in the bathroom in his shower. It looks like his he's replaced his uh, his shower curtain with this kind of like yellowish like cloth thing. It's not really a functional shower curtain, (laughs) but it looks like it's made out of burlap or something. Yeah. Is uh, Dante the only one in there? I hope. I'm in there. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, you, I, I thought we were going to go get some food to these guys, but okay. There's nobody oh, in the shower. We need to like check and see wherever, how everyone is. Like you look around. There's nobody like, there's just nobody well, there. Like he's, he's, okay. he's just clearly not there. Okay. Well. And did the two other ones come outside with us? No, uh, I, I do not recall. That. I can I swear re- that I, there was some, it was it was definitely Tempest, but I thought one or two Tempest others came out. Oh, it okay. That was. Uh, I'm gonna say the other two did not come out with you. I don't remember what I said last time, but yeah, they're it. they didn't come out. One was uh, really you, into, into. They were both really into their art, as I recall. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, cl- the 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 clarinet player was up on the second floor. Uh, into it, yeah. Sansa Bar. Uh, his door's still closed. Just knock on the door. 
Yeah, I don't hear anything. Um, he, uh, you Is know, somebody door? comes to the door. He says, "Just, just, just a moment." Uh, keeps scrattling around in there. A guy comes. Uh, he looks like he's obviously was like he wasn't dressed. He looks like he's just sort of like throwing a dressing gown or something around, and he kind of cracks the door open. Yes. Can I help you? Oh, uh, no, yeah. I, I it's, uh, just wanted to check to see how everyone is doing, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm the power going out and everything. I, I'm doing fine, I guess. Uh, do you know if the did the radio go out? I think so. Uh, okay, because I was listening to it and then everything just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I'm I'm fine. If you're checking on people in the building, you're all spot hidden. See if I like see anything weird past him, or sure, he's not. Uh, he's not like trying to like crowd my view or anything to make sure that. To, like, not obviously. I mean, give me a spot hidden. Oh, I'm in the wrong channel. Uh, yeah, twenty three out of seventy five. Yeah, I mean, you look kind of like yeah. It's his his apartment like looks like it doesn't have like anything in it. Like he doesn't have, doesn't have any furnishings. Like he's got like a pile of clothes just kind of strewn around the room. Like he barely d- takes care of anything. And then there's a there's a clarinet laying on his bed. Seems fine. So. Apart from a guy who looks like he doesn't really take care of himself and does nothing but play the clarinet all day. Oh, um, that, you know these <laughs> artist types. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, okay, well, uh, let's get to know that you're uh, doing okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm alright. I'll be, I think I'll, I'll be alright. If you get the radio back on. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I'm not really the handyman, but you know, sure. Okay. Well, if you see the handyman, tell him to get the radio back on. Sure. Um, yeah. And then I let him leave him alone. All right. He closes the door. And next to our artist friends. Yeah, he's up there. Uh, his door's open because it was open the whole time. Um, when you guys were running around there, saw the the clay sculpture of uh Valentino. Yeah, roll uh sand. Did you see it before? I can't remember. Yeah, I saw it. Before. Yeah, absolutely. I, I gave him advice on it. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yep. Uh, you're seeing it in full light now. So roll sand again. Jeez. <laughs> Uh no. Okay, lose just lose one if you fail. Yep. Oh, it is uncannily um realistic. Oh, I guess we also need to re- roll luck. Uh, right. Oh, we're not. I mean, we'll do that once we're All done right. with the building. This is just a new mod. The last thing, basically. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I thought it was another prayer. I thought, yeah. Is he? Is he there? Yeah, he's just sort of standing right in front of it, staring at it. Intently. Uh, hello, Mr. Uh, Not Pikmin. Um, <laughs> what is his name? Uh, Pickerton? Or? Pickerton, yes. Yeah. Um, sir, you, you all right? I'm, 
fine. Kind of mumbles. Please, please go. Uh, okay. Please go. You're distracting me. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, I leave. Well, it seems like everyone's in great shape. Um, at least everyone's still alive, or except for that one guy who Camilla vanished. But yeah, I mean, there's no sign of violence. Yeah, well. We don't even know if he was even here the entire time. He might have worked out early. Perhaps he was out on the town. Yeah, exactly. You know these artists. Yeah, he's probably just out uh, having a having a ball or whatever. That's right. Celebrating the completion of his uh of his play. Yep. Okay. Well, then I I guess I'm just gonna go outside and. All right. Well, everybody's fine. That's why I mean everybody's as they described. The rain looks like it's letting up. Uh, what time is it right now? It's like uh, 3 a.m., I think. Yep. <laughs> so I think uh, we should probably... I, I mean, I know I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm probably going to go to bed for a bit and then... Yep. You know, yeah. To... I, think, I think we should get Miss Jackson home and then, you know, get home ourselves. Agreed. Or I could do that. You go, right. you go rest. You look tired. As you step out into the into the street, um, walking, start walking toward the the streetcar stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cast a glance back to the building, mm-hmm. and you see you're pretty sure you see down at the other end of the street uh, a man, sort of just standing in the middle of the street. Not in the middle of the street, but on the sidewalk. Uh, with his hat pulled down over his forehead. Um, and you give me a spot hidden roll. All of us? Yeah, all of you. Oh, yeah. No. I saw him. Yeah, Sergeant Reg, uh, Reggie, uh, as... Oh, I saw him also. Okay, I wasn't sure about your role. Yeah, I forgot I muted. That's all right. Uh, so yeah, no, you two. Uh, just you catch the barest glimpse, glint, like some sort of glint, like this blue, like it's blue color in his eyes, almost like he has a light or something. As he turns, bioluminescent kind of. As he turns away and just walks away down the other end of the street. Is that the guy we saw earlier, where the one of the kids ran off? You did notice a blue glint. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's very far away, but it's it it does remind you that same glint that you saw earlier. In terms of color, uh, is it like uh, bioluminescent, like deep sea? It's like a it's like a bright blue glint. Okay, but it's not like okay. I mean, how many bioluminescent fishes do you think? Well, uh, I mean, like, is it like a cyan color? Is it like a lighter cyan color? Is it like blue, blue? Think of is it, it like, like Cherenkov radiation. A blow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a blue, a very beautiful blue. A blue LED light has not been invented yet, but you can imagine it's about that. It's very bright. Well, that's not good. I don't like but that. But very brief. I, I feel like, like this is a, for, or, uh, a foreboding omen of the future and annoyance. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many of those. 
They're too bright. <laughs> so many foreboding omens of the future here. Yes. Ow. <laughs> and he walks. He just walks away. Like down the, the last time we saw a glint, there was that lightning thing. Whoops. That did that did happen soon after you saw that guy. Yes, but yeah, yeah. But there's no the, the, the th- looks like the storm's rolling out. It's just a it's just a squall line coming through. Right. So the rest of the night passes uneventfully. You get Dante Jackson back to her house. You guys go back to your house. You take a house? much needed whatever apartment, apartment you know, flat, <laughs> whatever domicile place with your bed. Uh, and you uh you have a much uh. A much deserved uh, rest. Fabulous. I think I already gave you guys some sanity points back for completing yeah. your mission last time, so yeah, it's I already been done. So. Uh, it was a, it was I, like a D four roll. It was I think you had a D, you got a D four or D six back. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think I gave myself those points. Why won't I just be nice and give you an extra D four right now? Thank okay. you. Yeah, thank you. Because we won't feel like no. You know what? Go for it. <laughs> Get a D4 sanity back after a good night's sleep and feeling Three. like a job well done. Nice. Is that wait, how much? D4. One D4. Oh, oh just go ahead and roll it ourselves. Yeah, nice. roll it. Ah. Ooh, four. Nice. Four. Oh, good rules. Freakish. All right. Well, it's a it's a couple days later uh, before you're going to be able to meet up with Walter White. So uh, I'm going to say now is a good time for you guys to roll your skills up if you've uh, for all your check skills. Uh, you can do this. Uh, you, you, I'm you're I'm feel free to do this on the. Uh, on the uh, channel if you want, or if you would prefer, if you think it'll go faster, you can roll dice in real life or whatever. It's not like I don't trust you. So remember the deal is everything you've checked, uh, make a roll. If it is higher than your current skill, then you then get to add one D 10 percentage points. You get to roll a D 10 and add that much. I'm just going to roll three D 100. Yeah, that works. Mm, I didn't. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got a lot of things. I think. I, did I make an astronomy roll? I feel like I made an astronomy roll. I think you made an astronomy roll. Um. <sighs> so I. And, and it wasn't one of the rolls in the building because those don't really count, as I recall. The boosted uh, rolls were like off the table. I thought. I'd call that. I call that a success. Astronomy. Oh. Okay. Wacky fun. Uh. So I rolled exactly my Harlem Moore. That works. I'd say that counts. Okay. So I got, uh, so in that case, I got, I rolled two. Okay. Damn it. Made library juice. So then yeah, I just rolled uh, 2d10 and then allocated d- whatever that d10 is for. Uh, You roll, yeah, 1d10 for each each skill. Aha! A cult I failed miserably on, so it's 1d10, you said? There you go, yep. Let's see. I got history and library use. Just barely, but I did. Listen, I did get a cult. 
Um, okay. Having gotten a 10 on Persuade, I did not get that. Nor Sleight of Hand. Okay, so I got two. No, I got three that I get to push up a little bit. Neat. All right. Ability 10 for each of them. Yeah, and add that many skill points. So now I have a 47% French and 39% Harold Moore. Awesome. Okay. Eight, seven, and four. Get eight to history, seven more to occult. What? Let me know, let me know when you guys are done rolling dice. And four to. No, the seven was to library use. There we go. Amazingly, I failed my spot hidden. Yay. Because I made a whole bunch of things that I shouldn't have. Lots of low rolls there. Oh, that's good. Okay. I have finished upping my history, library use, and occult. I got a couple more. I'm almost there. Okie doke. Really need to read the documentation on setting our own macros to make this less horrible. Damn it! Another one I made. Um, and using last those, one. Using up those low rolls. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, listeners. No, this should get much that. more interesting in just a second. Another <laughs> one. Yes, I made exactly two: occult and uh, uh, spot hidden. I mean, could be oh, worse. We can't all be winners. Yes, we could. We Are were in done? the building. Wait, that wasn't winning. That was something else. Anyway, <laughs> all Survival. good. Yeah. Oh, we need to do luck. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody roll, th- what is it, 3d6 multiplied by 5? That's what you said, yeah. Yeah, everybody give me that for your luck. Oh, 45. Uh, 70. Oh, oh 75. How'd that happen? That's 65. Is it? Yeah, 13 times. That's how it happened. <laughs> Still, Remember that part where good. I start out tired? Yeah. All right. If everybody's done rolling their dice, it's time for me to roll some dice. Oh, boy. Well, I assume you try to roll dice. There we go. Uh, three D ten. Ben. Yes. Uh, Reggie gets twenty-one points in sculpture and twelve <laughs> points in biology. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I'm uh, sure those will help you. <laughs> Uh, how many points again in sculpture? Twenty-one I in. Have a, I don't actually have any. Twenty-one points in sculpture, art sculpture, and twelve points in biology. Um, would you want me to put that in a separate science skill? Yes. Okay. That's a different. That's its own thing. Just biology. 
21 points in biology and 25 in sculpture. 12, 12 points in 12 points in 12 points in biology, 21 in sculpture. Okay. So with the additional base five, that's 26. Sure. Yeah. Just add that many percentage points, whatever your base is. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Ford. Yeah. Gets 18 points in physics. Okay, that's not a bad thing, probably, mostly. 15 points in electrical repair. And physics, you said 18? 15. Uh, 18 in physics. Yep. 15 points in electrical repair. And that would be what, craft? Uh, yeah. No, I think electrical repair is its own thing. Is it? It might be. Uh, yes, yes, it is. So you said it was 15? 15 points in electrical so repair. So that brings that up to 25. Okay. And 21 points in persuade. Holy, wait, what now? Okay. Persuade. So 96. I believe I get some sanity for that. Oh, forgetting that high in persuade. You're very good at persuading people. I'm scary good now. Yay. Yeah, you're fine. Almost, there will be a problem with it. Almost unnaturally good at convincing people to do stuff. Oh, actually, isn't is, there's not a hard limit at 90, is there? Nope. Okay, then. So how much sand do you get for passing that 90? Oh, I don't remember. I want to say it's something like uh, 1d6. I think it's like... I, I think it's more... I'll look. Well, if you want to look it up, that's fine. Yeah. If, it's, if it's less it's right than here. 1d6, you can go with 1d6. So I'm sure it's at least that. I'm and sure Laura, it's at least that. I'm listening for my doom. Oh, those are lousy rolls. Uh, I'm just going to double those for you. Um, get I've been 20, having lousy rolls all night. Get 21 points in chess. I'm sorry. Oh, chess. Where the chess. frick does that go? Uh, just put it down as an extra skill at the end of the skill list. Got it. I'm going to assume those start at zero, and now I have 21 in chess. I would think they start at one like the art skills do, or that could be the okay, way. Okay, 22. Yeah. Sounds fine. Yeah, 22 is good. Yeah. Uh, and 16 points in mathematics. Which would be a science. How many points did you say? 16 points in mathematics. So I'm up to 17 in mathematics. I'm figuring I now have a high school education in mathematics. Things just sort of make sense to you. Like it's just a lot easier to do basic. I mean, just kind of like Long division. You get up in the morning. Uh, the horror. You go down to breakfast. Uh, you see the numbers on the uh, you usually have to think a little bit to like count up that early in the morning, how much it's going to cost for a cup of coffee and a donut and everything. You find yourself like not only doing the basic addition and everything simply in your head, being able to figure out uh, very quickly what the tax is going to be and the total charge and all that stuff. Uh, and it just sort of, you know, comes naturally to you and you start, you know, just sort of idly thinking about the the way the numbers work together a little bit. It's a I'm nice grown. It's a pleasant way of passing your morning. It's just the power of like getting a full good night, a full night's rest. Yeah, it just feels really good after that <laughs> night's sleep. Uh, you just feel just a 
just well put together. It's a good one. Uh, it's a couple of days before Mr. White comes back. Uh, and he uh, sits you all down in the same uh, cafe where you met the first place and says, uh, well, I guess you've done a really good job. Uh, uh, du Bois lets me, let me know that uh, I guess uh, Kyle Tempest came around the office again. Uh, cash, he said he cashed those checks. Wanted to make sure they were still good, I guess. But he assured him he w- they were. Uh, he says he's probably going to move to uh, move to Kansas City, though. He's uh, tired of hanging around in Harlem, but uh, needs needs a change of pasture, I guess. But well, I'd be sorry to see him go, but um, you know his byline's still going to be welcome if he still wants to write for us. Uh, thanks for thanks for track for tracking him down. He said he had a a bad couple of couple of months or so, uh, but he's he's put himself back together. Seems like he's in good shape, so appreciate it. Glad to help. Two D six. Okay, great. Yep. It won't matter. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if oh. there's nothing else uh, that I guess our it really won't matter. If we, I'll let you know if we need your help anymore. Is there anything? else you want to tell me about the whole situation or um well we did trace there it was pretty unusual up there in that attic i never seen anything quite like it and uh, apparently a a engineer fellow over at the columbia there uh helped uh with uh what was his name the guy who owns it oh uh ed wilson yeah he helped ed wilson with like you know making the building you know futury and modern Oh, really? Like built-in radio or something. It did look like a radio to me. Well, I don't know anything about that. I suppose you go talk to the fellow if you need to need more information about it or whatever. I'm a little curious, i got to admit. I'll be on your own dime, understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Well, there's some other kind of thing going around there, but uh, I guess I'm not hmm. entirely sure what. Yeah, there was, they, were, they were really obsessed with the things that they did, like to the point where they weren't going out to get food. Well, you know, that's that's artists for you. This seemed a little yeah. more than usual. Well, I'll send somebody to go check up on him in a few days, make sure everything's going okay, I suppose. Um, Thank you. But, some, yeah. I don't know. There, there's some other, like, I guess uh, tangential connections, I guess, but in terms of... Uh, a lot of odd characters seem to be involved with uh, this Apollonian estate, but yeah, that's all. That's all that. Uh, but I guess that's that, just New York real estate for you. That's that millionaire stuff for me, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. do we, so conversation we had before coming in here. Do we want to mention the what's his name that works for what's her name that we met when we talked to Mister Smiley? Like Diamond Joe. Yeah, something like that. Jack They're... likes diamonds. So you ran in. Yeah, you you ran randomly ran into. Uh... And that was the guy we spotted that the kids were watching for. Yeah. So Queenie St. Clair. There we go. Yep. You saw in the uh, pyramid lounge. Mm-hmm. Talking to a fellow named Jack Legs Diamond. Uh, they're, okay. They're gangster types. Yep. Um, I don't know and if then... that's. 
the kids, uh, as a refresher, the kids who were like watching on the street corner, you saw the guy with the blue glint in his eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They work for Queenie. They are Queenie's kids. And we, and we don't know who the blue glint guy is, right? None of you knew who he was, but okay, it looked like cool. the kids were on the lookout for him. And when yep. they saw him, they, so, uh, they ran yeah. off to go report. Any reason we shouldn't report that to Mr. White, just in case that triggers, uh, I don't know, another job? I mean, I guess not, but... Uh, it's kind of unusual is all. Well, yeah, it's unusual, but you know, this is it's New York, man. Um yeah, sure. But I mean, from what we understand about, you know, where Queenie operates, it's unusual that Yeah. So there might be some trouble brewing. That a local crime boss was involved in a real estate scheme. I'm not Well no, that. no, that there's like there seems to be two <laughs> that there's two competing crime organizations possibly know that they're competing though i guess yeah i mean that's that's kind of the point there it's like there's there could be something happening between i i think it's worth saying that like yeah there's some there are some uh shady characters involved but again that's that's they seem to be working working for different folk yeah welcome to new york though yeah fair but yeah, yeah so i will drop that in uh he says well uh i gotta confess i'm not uh I'm not really keyed in on that whole aspect of society, if you know what I mean. That's uh, yeah, I hear you. I, really I, I, really, like, uh, I really wasn't either, but you start picking up stuff, and it's like, hmm, there's, it just smells like there's trouble coming. That just sounds like New York to me. Well, I guess keep your eyes open and uh, see what's what. But I mean, it's not, yeah. it's none of my business. I try fair, to stay fair. out of it. You know, I'm. My opinion is. Um, better for all of us if we there was no uh there was no crime in harlem uh it's uh it brings disrepute on our whole cause so yep well that uh that sounds like uh that sounds like uh another sounds like another another subject if you want to look into again that's your business or whatever it's not it's not mine well, lady, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I thank uh, uh, breakfast is on me. And uh, if I thank need you. your services again, oh, uh, certainly, this is, certainly was uh, was successful. So thank you. Yep, pleasure's all ours. All right. And that's that for that conversation. He pays for your breakfast and walks out. Yeah, just as he's walking out under my breath, and hardly any of us died from a lightning strike. <laughs> Talking to, Sorry, like, almost died. Almost day. died. <laughs> I didn't almost die, but like I did get cinched pretty bad. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after a couple of days that uh you walk it off and uh, you're feeling better now, so yeah. so yeah, uh you could uh at this point uh it's up to you what you want to do next. You could go hunt down and try to figure out the guy who installed the radio stuff at Columbia University. Uh, you could look into uh, that fellow with the with the blue eyes. I'm not you sure know how we would look into him. Well, you know where you have a chance of running into Queenie, yeah. uh, who apparently is uh, on lookout for him. Uh, of course, uh, if you really want to know what's going on with him, you could always ask Smiley. 
because he's, no, thank he's you. really good at uh, yeah, nope. providing you with clues and information. Uh, uh, Think, nope. Thinking back, uh, it's quite amazing how he told you to be there at uh, 1.30 a.m. right yeah, at the time crazy. that the lightning strike took everything out. No, on no thank you. No. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, you know, those whole, uh, you know, occult powers that, uh, you know, some, some folks, uh, seem to be attuned to he, the real deal. And no, thank you. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Ford. Um, did, did you feel like completely calm and normal around him? Cause I sure as No, heck he's did. a weird guy. Yeah. I, uh, That's I never a good sign. Like, you know, Guys, cr- creepy is one thing, but like you know, he was kind of beyond creepy into something next, you know. I don't know about that, but mm. anyway, uh, I mean, I've I've got some curiosity about the whole antenna thing that you disrupted. Uh, same, but I also don't know how uh, we're going to talk to a Columbia University professor. <laughs> is he a professor yeah, or an adjunct? Uh. Regardless, we're just do. I interview uh, him. I interview him for a article on the Apollonian. Oh yeah, there you go. On the Apollonian. In fact, did we not get like you know encouraged to talk to him about the Apollonian? Because you said you were writing that article, Mister. Cannot remember his name. Wilson. Wilson. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He did. That is where we learned his name. So. Oh yeah, yeah. He dropped his name, Johan Kaspersky. Yep. I yeah I, I I go interview him. I drop Mr. Wilson's name. That oh. that's how we get in to to talk to him about would, it. Would would you like an escort? Just in oh, case it's weirder than yes. you think it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh yes, both of you by preference. Oh, okay. Look, he does the weird stuff that I barely understand, and you're physically intimidating. It's great. Whatever to make you feel comfortable, Miss Jackson. Be the help. Besides, maybe the, maybe we'll find out there's a job from Mr. Wilson coming to clean up something that this guy did. Hmm. We just have to convince Mr. Wilson that that's in our best, his best interest. I mean, oh, I don't okay. know. Like, what are what is our financial situation now that we've just been paid? For? Ah. Actually, that's uh, one of the things that says to check between scenarios is uh, credit rating, uh, page 95 of the Keeper's book. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, everybody can raise their credit rating by, let's call it, two percentage points. This is not the most high-paying job ever. But, uh, it was money. This was something. Anyway, I should, you know, work on developing the next article, and I have one that said I was developing and it you know was just a way to interrogate something somebody for information but I may as well also write an article yep. right so let's let's go at, wow brain no this is 1920s I can't email Kaspersky <laughs> you, you can cannot. call him off of, you can do the, the equivalent I can which call, is call him, him. yes well, you can call Columbia University and get the switchboard. Yes. 
and uh, put on and put on my best white girl voice and ask can, to speak with Kip- Kaspersky. In- you can call the switchboard operator. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says uh, I can connect you to uh, the radio laboratory in in uh, Philosophy Hall. Uh, yeah, so that's where his office is. Uh, he doesn't have his own telephone. I'll see if they'll give me a moment. Thank you. Do to do. There's telephone operator business. You hang on the line for a few minutes. She says, uh, apparently he's not in his office, uh, but uh, the uh, secretary over there said, uh, you feel free to come by if you're interested in his research um, and uh, talk. The should be hours. Uh, give me a moment. Thank you. A little bit more. Sorry. Uh, his office hours. He has office hours this afternoon. Oh, excellent! I'll be there. All right. Um. Hey, does Columbia University? This might be library use. Have like a newsletter about developments from their invent or their professors. You know, things, grants or whatnot that they've been making progress on, or advancements, or patents, or something. Like a uh, newsletter kind of thing. That is a, definitely a library use type thing. You go to the public library and uh, do that kind of research if you want, or you could just go to Columbia University. I'm sure they would have that sort of thing around if you could. We'll check the, I would check their library. Yeah, mm-hmm. if we could get in there. And so, a, except for the fact that we're black, but there yeah. is that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Harlem branch might be a little friendlier. Yeah, true, but, but they probably wouldn't have as much information. One or the other, so. Up to you. I mean, do we have enough time to start at the Harlem branch and then try Columbia? I mean, it's morning still, yeah? I'd say so. I mean, Columbia University's over just in Morningside Heights. It's not that yeah, far. It's not that it's not, it doesn't take that long to get there. Right. To the library. All right. So you go down to your friendly, uh, the friendly <laughs> Harlem branch of the uh, Harlem Public wow. Library. Oh. Sorry, I just looked up when um, Columbia University integrated. Mm-hmm. 1991. Oh, God. Well, n- well, okay, that's... Oh, wait, not, wait, wait. That's, not that, that's something else. That's academic inter- integration. Ah. Um, as early as 1901, began entering teacher's yeah. college. That's correct. So, um... Columbia University actually is one of the mo- much. It's definitely on the on the much more liberal side of the Ivy Leagues. Yep. Um, so like Langston Hughes went there as an undergrad for a year. He thought it was too racist, so he quit. But he did go there for a while. There actually was a lot of um, of. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to make you roll for any of this because the librarian at the public library can just tell you this. Yes. Um, it, it looks like I should be. In, I should be saying I, I'm in the teachers' college. Uh you could if you want to say that you're actually associated with Columbia, uh, Columbia. But um, I mean, they talk to journalists too. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there were notable uh, black faculty members, uh, not just at the teachers' college, but also in the uh, some of the other technical faculties. Uh, Paul Robeson, the singer, uh, got a law degree there in 1923. Uh, there were uh, several black architects who were famous, who were famous at Columbia, uh, Hilliard Robinson and John Lewis Wilson in the twenties. Um, 
Charles Henry Alston, the famous uh, painter, uh, actually was at Columbia too. Basically, like if you wanted to go someplace really prestigious and you're African American and you could, you had the like in on Columbia, you could make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that they weren't racist, but um, like there was definitely a liberal be thing. able to get into the door. Yeah, it's not like go to classes. Now, apparently, the undergraduate uh, thing was still very like waspy, Weird. Mm-hmm. and so like when Langston Hughes went there as an undergrad for engineering, he thought all of his like classmates were big freaking racists, and he hated it. Um, that also possibly could add something to the fact that he was trying to study engineering, and he also hated that. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean his 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 experience was was very negative with the undergrads. Uh, it's really more on the like professional level grads, uh, you know, graduate technical departments and everything like that. It's much more uh, progressive. Okay. Well, that's and I now. and I mean progressive in the like modern sense of the term, not in the like <laughs> <laughs> President Wilson sense where you could be progressive and also still be. Oh, oh. <laughs> God, that man. <laughs> A lot of people called themselves progressive back then. That didn't necessarily mean racially progressive. Anyway. <laughs> it could have meant they were a fan of eugenics. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I was doing a lot of research on guys back here, and there was like a couple uh, that were very disappointing when I got to their yep. <laughs> beliefs about... My uh, <laughs> co- congregation said about their founder, he was a man of his time. <laughs> he was pretty good for his time on some things and not so good on others. Yep. Yeah. But then there's President Wilson. Yeah, no, President Wilson. Uh, I think we can all agree. Yeah. (laughs) On that guy. Uh, (laughs) It takes... It takes a certain se- special something to re <laughs> resegregate parts of the federal government <laughs> that had been desegregated. <laughs> Wait, didn't that happen again after World War II? Uh, I mean, for shorter periods of time and more literally, things were on things were on, moving in a better direction after World War II. <laughs> Wilson was like, "The Klan is right." <laughs> I thought there's like twice They're as many friend. bathrooms in the Pentagon because of. I mean, I'm not. I mean, yes, I'm just saying that um, compared to Wilson. <laughs> okay. Okay. Compared to Wilson. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, we don't have to worry about Woodrow Wilson. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> He's not president anymore. <laughs> Now it's just Calvin Coolidge. Uh, <laughs> Say what you want about Calvin Coolidge. He wasn't Wilson. <laughs> yeah, he at least did not say something in support of um, yeah. the Klan. He was notoriously silent. Yes, indeed. Anyway, uh, getting away from from national level politics, back to Columbia College. You can go over there. Um, uh, you will need to watch yourself on campus. Mm. That's for sure. But uh, it's not like people will throw things at you or arrest you just for being there. So, you know. Nice. In, in, in game terms, there you are likely to encounter the situation in which you have to deal with the penalty die for dealing with uh, hostile racial matters. 
but not going to be in every single it's not going to be a brick wall that's going to be in every single interaction you have okay that's good let's go do that all right was there anything else you wanted to look up at the library before uh you head over there well i mean do we actually look up the stuff on kapersky uh yeah, look him up. Look his name up. Uh, they well, have look, some... see if there's any patents, articles, whatever publications. Yeah, give me a library use rule. What is your library use? Much worse than yours. Do you want one from each of us, or should just Dante roll? Uh, I think you guys can both roll. I've been rolling terribly. The more the more well, successes you get, the more information I'll give you. I fail. Succeed. There you go. So you see that Kaspersky is noted. Um, he doesn't have any patents in his own name, it look, looks like, but he's listed as a contributor to some from Edward Howard Armstrong, uh, and uh, who is a big giant. He is the biggest name in radio development. He, um, Can you say that name again? Edward Howard Armstrong. I'll just put it in the okay, active I got it. game chat. Uh, he just developed uh, the super heterodyne circuit, which is what all radio is going to be based on for <laughs> ever. Developed FM frequency. He's 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 just about to uh, yeah, invent invent FM radio. <laughs> he is the largest stockholder of the RCA Corporation because he sold his patents to them in exchange for their stock. Oh my. Yeah, well, that's a that's a way to do it. Yep. He is a he is a titan in the field. It looks okay. like uh this Kaspersky fellow was uh his protege or student or something. Uh not near as big a name, but um in the in with in with Armstrong. That's obviously why he's at Columbia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, he's not he's not the made he's not the big name, uh, oh. but he he did work with uh, Armstrong on some stuff. Okay. Yep. Oh, he worked with. He wasn't the guy. Okay. Yeah, he looks like he was a lot younger than him, probably. Uh, if you look him up. So yeah, kind of a junior researcher. Uh, he's from uh, he's from Poland. I guess he was a Polish German speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can probably tell from his name anyway. Uh, Jewish, German, Pole. Yeah. yeah, and anyway, that's what you find out about him at the library. He's listed as a as a radio scientist. Anything else, you're going to have to go to Columbia to find out. Yep, sounds right. Yeah. So that's the next stop. Head up there now. Get on the streetcar and ride it to Morningside Heights. We do so. Step out on the beautiful campus. Beautiful, shiny, new, recently developed and still under construction parts of campus of Columbia University. 
Uh, it is, uh, it's an Ivy League school. It is beautiful architecture, manicured lawns, quadrangles, uh, the whole nine yards. Um, they mentioned Philosophy Hall, which is apparently where the, uh, where the radio engineering department is. Uh, it is, uh, let's see if I can find Philosophy Hall on the map. Oh, there it's right. It's uh, conveniently located on the east side of campus, uh, right on Amsterdam Avenue, next to the chapel. Uh, so it's like right by the bus stop. It's the first. Uh, it's actually the first uh, building that you see. <laughs> well, that's convenient. It looks like a an academic uh, building. It has a nice big entrance way. It, it looks exactly like you would think it would uh, a 1920s academic building looks. This is like what all the rest of academic architecture in the rest of the United States is going to be based on as they build more campuses out there in the hinterlands. At least until brutalism takes over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> until we apparently forget how to build Yay. good-looking buildings. Anyway, crap, crap, crap. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there it is. Uh, hey, you climb I the mean, steps. Those buildings will survive the zombie apocalypse, as we all know. So that's <laughs> you, the minute you stop taking care of them, they start being eroded by the weather. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, you climb the steps, you knock at the door. Uh, there's uh, students walking around. Uh, they don't, uh, they don't obviously give you the side eye, but they do stay out of your way as you go up the building. Um, no one holds the doors for you. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. noticeably. Walk in the front, and there is a desk with a uh, secretary uh, of the building. Ask for Professor Kaspersky's uh, office hours. Are you the woman who called earlier? I was. I am. Well, you asked what the office hours was. The the uh, operator hung up before I could tell you. He hasn't been at his office hours for... Uh, a while now. Hmm. But I mean, I'll show you up to the department. And oh, uh, has he been? There should be someone up there who can talk to you. Has he been teaching any of his classes? Uh, you'd have to ask. Uh, you'd have to ask the department secretary. For okay, that. of course. Thank you so much for uh, showing us up there. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, she very, uh very politely uh, but keeping a distance from you leads mm. you up the hallway up a couple of flights of stairs and lets you into a what is obviously a radio lab it's uh, looks like well it's, it's radio lab full of uh, full of radio equipment yeah bunch of junk lying everywhere it's a mess there's like you walk by this booth where there's just a guy in there, you know, talking into a microphone. You can't hear anything because it's soundproofed or whatever. Um, stuff like that. Uh, 
and uh, it takes you into an office, uh, just sort of like a hallway that's just like has circuits and stuff just laying all, all over yep. tables and stuff. It's like yeah. disassembled. Yeah. All kinds of stuff, yes. Uh, not hidden for anything at all resembling the stuff we found. Oh, uh, yeah, give me a spot hidden. Yep. Uh, not hard, but I made it. I also made it. Yeah, well, there's. Hmm? Go ahead. I did not make it. Okay. There's stuff lying here that looks like it's obviously like antenna co- coils and like arrays and stuff, but nothing that looks anything like what was in the Apollonian. Mm-hmm. None, of, none of that crazy complex uh, sort of fractal shapes or anything. It's, this looks like this just looks like I mean, you don't know. You don't know what to be clear. You don't know what any of this stuff is. <laughs> and it all looks real high tech, but none I mean, of it looks like what was in the envelope. With a 19 in physics and a 25 in electrical repair, I have an idea of what some of it is. <laughs> it's radio stuff. All right. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and out from so the middle of it, uh, this bespectacled fellow uh, comes out. Uh, if I can find the picture, we go. Kind of, kind of wanders out from amid this thing, so a balding, bespectacled guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, says, uh, "Can I help you?" We're looking for Professor Kaspersky. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think you're going to find him here. He has a uh, he has a fairly pronounced, uh, I guess you'd call it probably Swiss German accent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's, I'm 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 very sorry. Uh, he's, I'm I'm afraid he's not available. Uh, what is this about? We were uh, hoping to interview him about his work with uh, Mr. Wilson at the Apollonian. Uh, some project he was doing? I don't know. That must have been... Mm-hmm. I'm, I am afraid I, I worked with him on some of his research here, but I don't know anything about his, uh, his uh, business dealings or anything. Uh, Mr. Wilson, that name means nothing to me. Uh, I'm sorry, you're going to have to come back later. Do you know when he might be in, uh, or when he was last in? I, I'm I'm uncertain. Uh, I mean, I think he's a, I think he must be on vacation or something. Well, I'm not really sure. Uh, I can't. I don't have. I, I'm afraid you need to. You, you'd, you'd better be going. Uh, who are you? Uh, are you a? Uh, uh... Po- uh, postdoc. Uh, my name is my name is Professor Vert. Okay. Do you work with uh, Professor Kaspersky? Or- yes, he's my colleague in the department. So, about when's the last time you saw him? Are you trying to track him down? What do you uh, work well, for his wife? No. <laughs> <laughs> There were some unusual elements in the project we uh, stumbled on. Well, another missing person who we did find. Um, I, which, which has led us here just in case he's been similarly affected. Ah, affected in what way? Like some sort of radiation? Could be. 
can't really say. It was quite unusual. I don't I would, know. I wouldn't believe it if I told me. And I, you know, it, it was odd. All right. It's time for you to roll Persuade to see what effect okay. you're having on this guy. Let's roll a Persuade. Yeah, you're 90. Now, grade. is it at a disadvantage? So should I roll 2d100? I'm going to say yes. You're at a disadvantage here. All right, all because... right. First one, I rolled a two. Okay. <laughs> the second one. I rolled a 42, which is a hard success. Okay, so you're... Well, he's coming around. You can... You can tell he's actually more concerned about uh, Mr. Conspiracy than he's letting on. He's like, I, d- I have not seen uh, Johan in, in quite some some time, uh, in, in a number of weeks. Uh, my understanding, mm. I thought... I didn't pry into his business. I thought it sure. must have been some sort of personal matter. Uh... But uh, he hasn't been around, and frankly, I'm not surprised that someone's coming around looking for him. Uh, I suppose I'm a bit surprised who is coming around looking for him, but uh, not that someone is. Um, I suppose it couldn't help to uh, hurt to uh, at least let you have a look around his his office. That'd be most kind of you, sir. Thank you. Such, such as it is. <laughs> Uh, he sort of takes you down to down the, the hallway toward like the end in the corner, and he like he's asked, uh, uh, Maria, Maria, could you bring could you bring the key? Uh, this young lady, um, she looks like she's like maybe twenty years old. Um, comes over. Uh, it's like, uh, yes, Doctor Vert. Uh, the key. I'm supposed to let them into the house. Yes, yes. Uh, come now, Maria. This is um, these are our guests. You should, you should be, you should be more, more. You should be, you should be more welcoming. You are, you're a closed-minded young girl. You know, you should be more. She starts kind of rudely berating her for. <laughs> she didn't even say something necessarily. He just sort of looked at you, but he kind of almost abuses it's, her. It's for... almost like he's projecting. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he feels bad about how what he was feeling and is now... Yeah, you know, that could be exactly it. Oh, no. Weirdly, uh, it's difficult to stand up to a 96% persuade. Anyway, he... Uh, <laughs> she uh, <laughs> she t- takes about as much as she has to while fumbling for this key, like, like letting you into the office and then kind of hastily realizes, that Marie, she is... Uh, she is uh, children, they need to be brought up to, to be more... Uh, to be more enlightened, to, me, to understand that, that this world is not the old ways of this world. They are going away. They are they are being. But anyway, I'm 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 rambling. So sorry. I'll let you in his 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 office. She he opens the door into mm-hmm. this like tiny tiny little room. Like it's a, like a like a closet. Yep. It has barely enough room for like a stand up like desk, mm. a couple of bookshelves that are like packed up with the. Uh, Packed up with uh, like academic papers and 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 books and stuff, uh, and a tiny little like uh, you know stool basically next to this desk. It's uh it's very cramped. Yeah. Well, that's not a surprise. No. Um, I guess spot hidden for anything unusual, and perhaps uh, Dante would do the library use magic on it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll do the library use magic right. on it. So,
Uh, wow. So my yeah. spot hidden is a extreme success. That's good because my um, library use my is uh, almost a crit fail. Let me see Oof. about my library use. Maybe oh, and it, a ninety-eight is a crit fail. Anything above ninety-five is a only if you're below fifty of the skill, I'll which I'm not. <laughs> it is in fact on the character sheet at the bottom of page two. These are the sort of picky rules that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Damn. Damn. whatever. I can't, so, I can't oh, have Dante like I can't, fall and impale herself. I can't. Do you time. mess? Have you mess up his papers? The ninety-eight. So, yeah, no, you're fumbling through the stuff. You just drop some oh, shit on the floor. Because is one hundred a zero or a one hundred? One hundred is a one hundred. That would be a critical failure, wouldn't it? That's correct. So yeah. you don't need to punish her for the ninety-eight. <laughs> Because I just rolled 100. What were you rolling for? Library use. You guys, golly, you guys are just messing up his whole system. I just stood around and looked at things. And they're like, you three Stooges act, apparently. You you better hope he never comes back to his office. That's right. Nobody ever tells him what you guys did to his. So, but with the spot (laughs) hidden, with the extreme spot hidden, what did I get? Well, uh, before you started messing with all his papers and getting stuff all over the room in a way that you're never going to be able to put back in the correct order again. I'm assuming that I slipped on something and pulled down something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. As you slip on a piece of paper and like tripped over Dante somehow. I'm like putting my hand, my uh, head in my hands. (laughs) God. Yeah, fortunately, you do like kind of like uh, fall down on the floor and you look up and underneath the uh, like the desk underneath like the little writing drawer or whatever. There yeah, looks yeah. like there's an envelope taped to the bottom of it. I will uh, grab that as I'm getting back up. OK. <laughs> You're lucky Vert did not stick okay? around to watch you. As soon as I, he comes back, you guys better do something because yeah. when he comes back, he might not be so happy. He might not be feeling right, can, can uh, we quite as forgiving. Can we make it look ordered again, at least more so than it is at the moment? Give me another library use check. <laughs> just straight to put things back together. Oh I'm just okay. like, again, just nodding. Just face palms. I mean, I, I guess someone could push the roll, but that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> Exactly. I make it. <laughs> you told me to roll again. Uh, I she rolled, rolled again. a ninety-eight again. But that's not a crit fail. Yes, it is. Uh, no, it is. I will yes, spend. Is. I will spend luck to take it below a crit fail. Fine, spend your luck. How much do I need to take it below spend, a crit fail? Spend oh, four luck. <laughs> sure. Wow. Okay. I did not expect the ha- heavy drama of this to be you guys messing up an academic's office accidentally. I, I did make my library use roll. Okay. Don't well, don't let me in with them. Uh, yeah, dare you. Like, well, there's not enough room in there for three people to be. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are actually you speed of this, Reginald. You're the only one that didn't f- have a fumble here. Yeah, you got to just stand outside and get. Anything. I'm just standing outside. You got to just got to stand outside and get side eyed by Maria the. Uh, <laughs> the office secretary. <laughs> yep. Uh So, uh, yeah. Uh, after a little bit of effort, he managed to get his. Uh, you sure hope he doesn't come back later today, though. But oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a problem considering where I think he's gone. Yeah, but um, 
not the character, but he's got I a think- lot. So anyway, coming back. A quick look around uh, his office realized, um, indicates that he has loads of. I mean, he has basically everything that's that's currently being published and written about uh, radio, uh, radio engineering and like radio waves and theories and stuff of electromagnetic radiation. Uh-huh. Uh, it does look like he's into some more like complicated like theoretical physics and stuff like that. Um. There's a lot of stuff yeah, in German. Crazy thing called, he's talking about the atom. Yeah, like what the atom or electron orbitals and stuff. Yeah, he's talking about like the. So actually, actually, if you take a quick look in there, you see um, like sitting on top of stuff. You you guys all recognize the name Albert Einstein. Yep. Uh, yeah, he missed that one. He has all of his. Uh, he has all of his Annus Mirabilis papers from 1905. That's photoelectric effect, Browning and motion, special relativity, and mass energy equivalence. Uh, he's got s- some of the general relativity stuff from 1915. Yeah, uh, a bunch of stuff about a ton of stuff in German. Like most, he's, apparently, he's reading most of the stuff in the original German. Well, I mean, if you can read another language, that's what you do because translation is always an exercise he, in like yeah. yep. poetic interpretation. Yeah, and basically, all of the good uh, high-level physics right now is being done in either English or German. So it's really great if you can read both of them. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) That's where the action is. Um and he apparently is just all all up into it. Um take a look at this uh envelope that he has uh that you have in his hands in in Mm -hmm. your hands. Yeah. Uh it's just like a little brown envelope. You open it up, it looks like it has a typewritten manuscript in it that is interesting. I'm just pocketing that for later reference. Okay. I mean, we're in there with all the chaos. It's going in a pocket. Okay, sounds good. Um, but you know, and we're uh, you know, I do the best I can to get it somewhat back to the way it was. Okay, <laughs> well, um, you do your best. Yep. But um, you realize that it might be the better part of value for to close the door behind you. Exactly. And, uh, yes. 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 Uh, well, that was interesting. Um, well, we're. Uh, Dante, do you want to maybe see if you can charm the young lady into telling you more about his where his uh, last time he was here? That's an idea. I mean, I might be charming her by um, commiserating about old men telling us how to yes. behave. That was kind of where I was thinking. Yep. Let's go try that. Okay. You're going to be rolling at disadvantage here. Yeah. That that tracks. Okay, so um, but it's probably gonna go better than you know. The library, yes, yes, it has to. Well, no, I'm just gonna say it's probably gonna go better than black men. Yes. Bad. I don't have better than a thirty. It's my persuade. It's going uh, to go however you roll. Charm, not persuade. Charm, charm. Yes. Which is quite a bit higher, as I recall. 20 whole points. Yep. So, roll twice, take the worst? Yeah, that's right. Alright, I'm going to roll 2d10, so it's in one thing. Just detailed there. Mm. Uh, wow. 82 no, and then 99. Wow. How many points do I need to spend to keep that from being a critical so she doesn't call the cops? That would be uh, five points, because you had to get it down below 95. 
So I'll you're saying that. we're not actually going to be using the rule where it's only a fumble on a hundred if your skill if your roll deed is fifty or lower. No, we are not using that stupid rule. Ninety fives <laughs> oh. and above are criti- are critical fumbles. <laughs> Let me get critical fumbles. They drive the story. They're fun. They're very fun. <laughs> I can't believe you want to want to make the game and, this fun. And, and I mean, come on. In the it, it, as written, it's ninety six to hundred, not ninety five. But okay. Shush. <laughs> Just keep digging that hole. Percentile systems, they're very granular. <laughs> Too granular. Anyway, you uh <laughs> she is not pleased by your presence and she is Please she is making it I take, my, it, I take ma- myself away. She is yep. making it very clear that I take myself away. Okay, well, that's probably the better part of Valor here. His, yeah, let's get not, out of here. It wasn't going to get any better for you. No. No. Thanks, uh, Scollum, you're helping. Well, Vert wasn't a total waste. Like He was uh, the sort of person you could probably talk to again. As long as you guys looking there. As long as you, uh, you, uh, you know, approached him uh, in the right manner, so... Don't talk to Maria though. Go back. Go faster. Talk to Vert. Yep, yep. 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 Anyway, but right now, I think you found everything there is to find, or at least that you're going to find in Columbia. Well, uh, that, doing that's fair. Let's let us boost <laughs> horrible and permanent lasting damage to his filing system. Oh, it's fine. Hey, he's an academic. He probably doesn't really even have that much of a filing system. <laughs> it does not look like he had a filing system, though. No. Yeah, come on. Well, all I have to do is spend a few minutes uh, near his uh, his invention, and then he'd be able to just like photographically remember all the stuff that was in that office, right? Oh God! <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, but you didn't see any diagrams that that, it, that uh, resembled the stuff you said in the Avalonian or anything else that would give you right. a clue as to what he was doing or where he came up with those ideas. But you do have his uh, you do have his manuscript. That was secretly taped under his desk. Oh, uh, does he have a? Can we find actually uh, while we're there? Can try to get his like. Uh, does he have a little black book or a, like where his actual home address might be? Uh, he actually lives on campus. Oh, okay. Like oh, he has okay. rooms on Columbia campus. Uh, yeah, he's apparently a bachelor. Uh, he's pretty young. Like he's only like thirty years old. Wow, that is very young. Yeah, for a full professor. Um, I, I mean, it, well, it he's not call- a full. He's not a full professor. Let's be clear. Yeah. But I'm just saying it would uh, it's it would bring out a uh, Phineas and Ferb like question of Aren't you kind of young to be a professor? <laughs> well, that's why he's an actor. So right. Yep. Anyway, uh, and uh, but he's not there. And you weren't ever quite able to get a, a get a sense of how long he's been gone, except that apparently it, it's been a while. A while. Yeah. I mean, that's the only other thing I can think of is look at his personal uh, lodgings, but we're going to be able to get that. Well, you you it occurs to you who may have like whatever it is his secret stuff is it's just in german so you don't know what any of it is it looks like it's about 80 pages long it's like it's time for me to go hit the library yep 
and learn some basic German so I can then sit there with a dictionary for 15 minutes to look up one compound word by smushing various words together. Yeah. You wish it was that easy. Um, but didn't you actually get some points in German already? No, I have a v- ability to get some points in German because I know somebody who can tutor me. Ah, uh, yes. So at the very least, you do know someone who does know German. So they yes. translate it for and you. And could theoretically read it already. Yeah, assuming there's not... We're looking at technical German here. Assuming there's not too much yeah. math involved. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Math is a whole different language. Yeah. Are there any dates or addresses in there? Uh, looking through it quickly, uh, you don't see any. Are there any sketches of the antenna thing that we saw? There are some diagrams that look maybe like they could resemble it. There's some shapes and stuff. Okay. It sounds like I might be there with you trying to learn German since I do have some physics now. Hello. So back to the library? To the library. Well, uh, unless there's something else that's popped up that requires our attention. Before the horrible debacle that was his office, I was going to suggest we see if there's someone who wants to pay us to find him, but no such luck. Well, I, I have concerns about what was going on in the Apollonia. There's just something strikes me as wrong. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely not normal, whatever is going on down there, but mm-hmm. sure, really what else we can say. Because I'm also going to like, well, I don't know. I mean, we kind of done it all, all that we can. At this point, too. Well, mm-hmm. so I, I am. I do have a high curiosity as to what might be in this thing. Reginald's like kind of halfway through, like, well, let's just let's just kind of call it a job. Well done. We, yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, like he'll be with cool. You. Cool. He's not gonna abandon. Well, you know what? I I think we could if 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 Dante doesn't uh, if your tutor would be willing to tolerate me as well. Uh, I think we could both work on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the librarian is happy to teach. Great. I mean, um, as long as we don't keep her away from other patrons. Right. Um, actually, I don't know. Would it be worthwhile for me to try and develop my physics while Dante works on her German or? Uh, you could. Sure. Okay. That I might, just that... want to th- camp out in the library for a few days doing research. It's not like you have anything better to do. <laughs> that, that is kind of my point. Like, Reggie, go look for something new for us to get paid to do. Otherwise, I guess we might as well do this, because I got nothing. Yeah, I guess I'll... Um... Is that cool with you? Yeah, that's fine. You as, go long as, I, as long as I can spend a couple hours working on my other writing. Yep. Every day. Sure. It is what it is. Sure. Yep. So, Reggie, you're going to go sk- see if you can scare up some work while they... Yep. All right, well, we'll ourselves. go down by the uh, NAACP office and... Sure. ask around if there's yep. anything they need help with. Well, we're going to, uh, we're going to elide some time here, probably, while you guys sure. study. Um, so, by the way, uh, the librarian who helps you is named Catherine Allen Latimer. She is a real historical person, uh, yep. a public library's first African-American librarian, uh, fluent in French and German, and a super-duper cool person. 
And I need to make sure I write her name down so I don't have to keep looking her up every single time. <laughs> uh, her name down? Yes, Catherine and Catherine Allen Latimer. Here at how in both campaigns we've got going on, librarians are key. It's weird. Key. <laughs> Super weird. I wonder why. I can't imagine. That's what happened. Next campaign I run, no libraries. <laughs> no li- libraries. Oh, you're, so you're going to like one, run one of those future dystopia apocalyptic things? Yeah, we'll run Morkborg or something. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. there you go. <laughs> I'd say Warhammer 40k, but there's tons of librarians in yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> no librarians? Yeah, you can also, no. do your uh, <laughs> like, Sith lightning. <laughs> That's <too>. right. <laughs> Get the, uh, the war librarians are fun and oh yeah they really they do a lot of work <laughs> anyway uh so i'm gonna say uh you guys can both with a couple of weeks of work we'll do not to try to do this strictly uh strictly uh um you know realistically in time i'm gonna right. say it's almost uh, like it's a pulp genre even yeah. though you know our outcomes are more traditionalist sure uh, I'm going to say you guys can both roll a d10 uh, and uh, I'm going to say uh, Ford, you're going to add a d10 to physics <coughs> cool. and Dante Jackson, you can add a d10, get a d10 in German. Wow. Well, that brings me to 21. A little bit of physics. A little bit. Nine in German. You're getting more German going. Okay. That's good. I'm, that... I'm getting German going at all. I'm yes. also I'm also going to say you guys can both check those skills. So later on, as time goes by, uh, we can, can roll again later. Yeah, roll again later. Question: How does my German and my Yiddish interact? Oh, you already have Yiddish. What are you just at? Forty. Yeah, Yiddish is oh, real heck. similar. To German. You should just start your German at twenty and just add nine to it. Then okay, yes. do that. Cool. Look, as somebody studying Yiddish right now mm-hmm. and studying New York American Yiddish, because that's what Yiddish in America is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking yes. Half of everything I've learned is just German written in Hebrew. Yep. That's basically yeah, I, the origin I, I, I of remember, it. <laughs> I remember Yiddish from relatives as a kid. And now that I'm like learning German. Yeah. It's the same language a lot. The other half of Yiddish is English written yep. in Hebrew letters. Yeah. Hell, half of German is practically English. <laughs> well, I, I think that, that that goes the other way. Uh, yes. Yeah, fair. But, but gosh, the grammar. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yep. Well, as a, yeah, as, as a person who is married to someone with a master's degree in German literature, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you married Smiley. Uh, oh, no. By, by no means. <laughs> <laughs> just goodness just if she also does spy stuff you're a deep trouble man i'm just saying she has a lot more talents than i do anyway there we go <laughs> uh she would make a much better call the character uh so yeah. uh over time you're also laboriously working your way through this this manuscript mm-hmm. and uh it's it's not easy going well, uh, yeah. it's called, you can figure out it is called, uh, well, I'll put it, put it in the chat oh boy. in German. 
Erkundung oh, und oh, Interpretation von aus, außer, außer, außerdischen Funksignalen. Which translated English as detection and interpretation of extraterrestrial radio signals. Yeah. Yeah, it does, sort of. Did you Google? Do you just I Google did, Translate? I, I did just Google Translate. And you have a German speaker in the house. Shame on you. Well, she wasn't around. I was at work. Okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. a great title. Oh. It is a... Uh, it is a... Uh, it starts... I mean, it's a combination, and you you guys don't exactly know uh, enough uh physics and uh electromagnetism to uh tell where the line is but it starts sane and gets crazy over yeah. time you can just tell from the prose style and how like how weird the diagrams are as the, as the uh, page numbers increase so yeah it starts you know as basically laying down the principles of you know long range uh radio signal stuff and like boosting boosting reception draws on a lot of the sort of like reception boosting stuff that uh um his boss uh armstrong worked on but it's applying that on like the sort of like super duper high scale to like try to figure out whether there are any uh signals coming from cosmic background radiation and stuff and um, there are there are well he thinks that there could be and he thinks he has an idea for how to like detect them well i'm thinking he he detected something but probably not what he's trying for and that's <laughs> when he gets to the diagrams that do start looking like what you saw in the apollonian these yep. sort of like fractal uh designs for like wiring things um <laughs> and all this stuff and it just keeps going on and on and on and getting getting strange. And does then list, it, does it list any bibliography? Uh he talks a little bit. I mean there's yeah, there's a bunch of footnotes and stuff. Um a lot yeah. of uh Alexander Friedman's uh like negative spatial curve stuff from nineteen twenty this is like really cutting edge this is stuff from nineteen twenty four. Okay. Uh universe expansion, which is still this like like highly speculative theory that maybe the universe is actually growing in size. Yeah. Um, a bunch of stuff from Robert Milliken's work on cosmic rays, um, which apparently take a bunch of measurements in the deep sea and in high altitude locations, try to figure out how strong cosmic rays actually are and whether they really are. He's actually the guy who came up with the, the, the term cosmic rays. Um, again, these are very like, these yep. are highly disputed theories. These are things that people are just now doing the the work well, who, on. Who did the cosmic ray one? Uh, Robert A. Milliken. Yeah. Okay. Milliken, of course. Yeah. Um, he's got some weird stuff from a guy named Cross Crawford Tillinghast. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one we should check into. About like propagation of resonance waves and static field forms. I guess is some. He re- he he notes it as it was post it was like a posthumous paper I guess, ah. mm, or not. But yeah, R- resonance what? Uh, propagation of resonance waves and static field forms. And uh, anyway, there's a bunch of stuff like yeah, <laughs> all this stuff is way beyond your ability to tell what it is exactly he's talking about. Um, you can tell he's talking about radio stuff, and it's weird. It's definitely in the weird science uh, realm. 
Yep. Uh, I don't know why I just create an engineer and be done with it. But the main Okay. <laughs> the main the main thing is at the very end there's this wonderful evocative sentence. Okay. Uh that the, the, concludes with the statement. The music has always been here, but we have not been able to hear it. But if now we can hear it, that need not mean that we are the only ones listening. They listen too. They listen to the music and they listen to us and they stir in their slumber. Well, fuck. Also, can you put that in the chat? So I, can- I just, oh, you just did. Uh, we need who, to start a notes document. They, what is uh, they that they refer to in the, the document? Uh, you go over uh, there. It, it's unclear. He never really says. He just speculates that if the, something is sending these signals, if there is, in fact, an intelligence broadcasting signals with things that they must be like sending out a radio signal with a signal implies that you expect that someone to be able to receive it. Mm-hmm. And so there must be a listener. And the fact that humanity is just now developing the technology to listen to these things or to hear these things, if they've already been broadcasting these things to the Earth since long before we had the ability to hear them, who are they broadcasting to? I mean, you know, if it's non-directional, everyone. Yeah. If it's directional. Everyone wants to listen. Yeah, if it's directional, well, maybe they were expecting a different person to pick up the phone. Uh, or just who can, who can say? But you can all lines open, you know. But you can, but you can all roll sanity. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, well, like actually, a, I think Reggie's free from this. Unless yeah, Reg, <laughs> Reggie's not not here. Like but. Cosmic Fraser, you're on the line. Let's call in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I make that the secrets of the universe. <laughs> the great old Fraser. I, I have started a uh, doc, <laughs> which I will now rename. All right, and uh, how about you, Dante? Give me a sanity roll. Well, helps to be in the correct Discord. Uh, <laughs> no, but only by ten points. Okay, uh, you, cannot you cannot spend luck. Yep, I know. Yes, that's correct. I, I've been told that enough times. Well, again, actually on the character sheets at the end. Uh, lose two points of sanity and gain two points of Cthulhu Mythos. And for making and it, I Dan, get... Yeah, huh? Dan, you can also gain two points of Cthulhu Mythos. And reduce by maximum by two. Correct, yeah, but not yeah. your current sanity. He gads. Um... Yep, it did it automatically. Laura, did you see that I posted a link to your fillable form? I saved it and I've been using it. Cool. Sadly, I can't alter the max sanity thing. Uh, no, you just change your Cthulhu mythos and it changes that for you. I did and it yeah. didn't. Weird. That, that almost never matters, so don't worry about it. Also fair. When are you going to ever have more, that much sanity? <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's a legacy of very very old game mechanic designs um but uh meanwhile reggie yes. out there on the streets looking for work yep. <laughs> <laughs> then this hot pie in the sky trying to trying to read german 
<laughs> physics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, like you do. They don't have anything <laughs> for you down at the uh, down at the NAACP, but um, as you're as you're walking away from it, um, trying to figure out what to do next, uh, a kid comes up for, up to you. Okay. Uh, and he says, uh, "Belito, Belito, they called your number." And he, uh, you know, that this is the sort of thing that they that uh, people in the numbers racket do. Uh, if you if you won, sometimes they will come and get you. Or actually, what he's saying is that they, that you've won and you need to go collect your uh, your winnings. Did I have a win? Did, did I? Uh put in a numbers did i uh put in some money for it give me a luck roll <laughs> oh i do have a 70 so you might have might actually have done it or i'm just like oh my god free money <laughs> 22 under 70 uh yeah no you totally have one you look in your pocket uh yeah you oh, yeah awesome okay yeah cool i'm gonna get my winnings then uh yeah no he says follow me follow me oh man i sure hope i uh he doesn't lead me into an alley where i get night um no he does lead you in an alley (laughs) oh no uh opens up a door uh goes in in front he says uh you know it's not like the like waiting for you to go in first and like and this is also just so we're clear. This is like a this is like a nine year old kid. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, gotta work to. Yep. Do all that. Yep. Uh, so you go inside the door. Yeah. Uh, a uh, a firm hand closes the door behind you. Uh, and a light bulb switches on in there, uh, and you see a very well-dressed woman, uh, sitting in a, sitting in an armchair, and across from her is, a another little chair. Uh, she says, have a seat. Uh, okay. Sergeant? It, it is Queenie? It is Queenie. Queenie herself, oh shit. Um, yeah, I'd sit down concerns but yes actually give me a uh are you a, oh there's no adjusting to violence in this it's delta green <laughs> uh there is there is kind of one in that it's uh like i'm immune to any like gross injury or corpses okay yeah. well this isn't that this is more like peril yeah so i will say you roll roll sand for me yeah. this is not how you're expecting your afternoon to go no, i was not expecting to no. Uh lose one point of sanity. Yeah, weird. Uh she sees your discomfort. Relax, relax, Sergeant. We don't have any problems, you and I. We don't have any problems at all. I'm I heard you were looking for work. Yeah, that's that's right. Um I am me and uh me and my uh friends. I was hoping you'd bring your friends in on this. I think I'd like all three of you to help me out. Why don't you go talk to your friends and tell them Queenie's got a job for you? Oh, and I almost forgot. Your number did come up. And she oh. leans over and she presses a $10 bill into your uh, into your lapel pocket. Oh. 
Oh, okay. Do you want me to bring it back to you, or do you? Do you, you won. To... You won. Yeah. Congratulations. Hooray. Just have him come meet me. Okay. Great. I'll I'll do that then. All right. I'll be here. Let me leave. Nice bribe. <laughs> She, the the uh, burly man at the door opens it for you and lets you out back out into the sunlight. Yep. Uh, well, uh, I'm like, oh boy. I, I do want to like, kind of swallow and I'm just like, oh shit. Well, I got work, um, as I say to myself, and then go out to find them at the library. <laughs> All right. And I think we will call that uh, the session for tonight and tomorrow. And next time we will we will find out what work she has for you all. Great. So you have found the mad scribblings of the uh, <laughs> of the radio guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, try to figure out what he's on all about, but uh, hard to say at this point. But uh, he's not around. Uh, but you yeah, do have. I do like Fraser, great old one. <laughs> <laughs> Out there listening. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, questions, comments, or suggestions? Uh, great as always. Um, again, I, I guess yeah. It, it's nice to know. It is nice that there is like a little bit more of a um, continuity. But I guess like we didn't really even solve the problem the first time. So um, yeah, he actually left. So. Maybe he's not going to go back to, you know, mad scribblings. Yeah, that's Kansas City's problem. <laughs> that's right. A, unless there's a, like a sequel scenario that you're gonna run <laughs> later. Oh, I missed that. I thought I thought it was Mr. White that was leaving. That was Temp uh four. I mean, what's the name? Carl Tempest. Carl Tempest, Tempest was 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 yeah, getting out of town. Yes. Yeah, that's not gonna end well for him, but that's our future knowledge. <laughs> it's just Kansas City. Like there's what no one there. <laughs> Well, Oklahoma's not not far from there. Kansas City was an awesome place to be African-American in the 1920s, though, by the way. Like, it's, uh, like... Wasn't there, like, the the Oklahoma Wall Street thing with the massacre that comes up relatively soon, or is that before Uh, this? I don't know if that's happened yet. I think, I want to say that was later. That's what I was thinking, too, so... My my thought is he's going to end up there somehow. It's going to be all kinds of unfortunate. Tulsa race massacre I mean, was re- in. I would, I would really. It was in twenty one. Yep. Yeah, that already happened. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I'd also prefer to not have a, a a great old one be responsible for that, and rather just human beings. Oh yeah, no, that would be bad. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we're all aware of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do research unless you decide to go to Kansas City. <laughs> no, no, <Okay>. no intention. <laughs> nope. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> Look, you. Hey, if you want to write another scenario, it's gonna be like Mask of Nyarlathotep, except it's all just cities in the <laughs> United States. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that actually would be cool. actually no, that it's actually just cool. Harlem. <laughs> this was on the north side. This was on the south side. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot less travel but that's practical yep oh no this is I think much more similar to uh, what is it uh, Unreal Landscapes oh, oh impossible, uh, landscapes. impossible Landscapes impossible landscapes there you go 
Well, not necessarily. I mean, so I don't know what Queenie's going to have. It seems to be the vibe wanna, you were starting us with. A playwright. If you want me to tip my hand a little <laughs> bit, um, I'm not necessarily focusing this uh, campaign on a particular, like, like Impossible Landscapes is all King of Yellow stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, there's going to be multiple types of. I, I figured there would be. Or, it's just that was just that's where you seem to start us. It's that like, is where I started. Yes. <laughs> and those outbreaks sure. can be nasty. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, we'll see what the next one's like. So yeah, I'm very curious about that. I, mm-hmm. I am also a little worried because uh, original wanted legit work, not uh, working for a gangster. But well, well, you know, it still might be legit work. Did she say what the work was? No, she nope. just said, uh, "Go get you guys to." Okay. Yep. yep. Well, by me. Glad you guys are having fun. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's, this is great. I'm having a great time. All right. Well, anything? Any final thoughts? Are we good? I think we're good. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. Uh, good night, internet. Good, good night, internet. Night, internet. Bye. Thank you for listening to Technical Difficulties. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. More ratings will help us broaden the community. We're also on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote on which one-shots you'd like to see next. Other rewards at higher levels include listening to us record live and participating in quarterly backer games. We're close to our next level, where we'll release an exclusive Patreon show, where we answer questions and give advice on running games. As always, thanks for listening, and good night, Internet.